What's happening? What's up, everybody? Oh, man. Here we go. <laughs> I've been waiting for this day for a long yeah. time. <laughs> Just because I think it's such a fun subject. <sighs> the flat earth. The flat earth. Conspiracy. Okay. <laughs> I think Theory. my FaceTime cam is trying to like put a filter on me and trying to like beautify me for some reason. <laughs> it's working. You are beautiful, Matt. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh man, today's been kind of hectic. I got a, I have a work trip for a whole week, and I haven't packed yet. <laughs> so, oh boy, I gotta, I gotta get packing because I leave first thing in the morning. So, um, this is gonna be a, a fun show. So, it's tough when you get into the flat Earth or start looking at content because a lot of it is hogwash, dude. It's a lot of bullshit. <laughs> And even, and even what I found is questionable. But this guy Hibbler has made three um, independent documentaries on it, and some of the stuff touches on things that we've talked about in the past. Um, and we're gonna watch the first one tonight. And maybe if if this if this subject is fun enough, we might we might watch the other two mini docs um, at another time. But uh, they're fun to watch. Because it gets you thinking. And not everything can be debunked straight away. However, a lot of it can be. Now, when it comes to a subject as controversial as the flat earth, you have to ask yourself, wouldn't you be able to debunk every little piece of evidence that the flat earthers come up with? You would think so. Right? You would think. Yeah. You would think. But some things like, it definitely gets you, it gets you questioning. Now, I'm not sold on the flat earth. However, I am sold that... A lot of this uh, space stuff is bullshit, and I can't trust NASA now. <laughs> and, you know, with the moon landings being fake and a lot of NASA's footage of the Earth being fake, you have to ask yourself, why would they go to such lengths to fake that kind of stuff? I right. Just don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> Matt, when was the first time you heard about the, the New Age Flat Earth Theory? Oh man, it had to be a, it had to be like two or three years ago, really. What was the first thing that went through your head? Uh, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> what about NASA? What about NASA? Have you always thought that there was something sketchy about those guys? Man, I really, I haven't always thought there was something sketchy about them. I just always found it weird that if we were able to go to the moon, how come we weren't going more often? Sure. You know what I mean? As technology <laughs> got better, like what's really blowing my mind, and I've said this many times on this show is they're willing to launch all these scientists and rich people to Mars to start biodomes and terraforming and everything, but they're not willing to test run it on the moon? Yeah, that's... Uh, you, you know what I mean? Like Questionable. Like, just, test, just a test run on the moon. I don't see why that's yeah. so out of the thing there. Well, why go to the moon when you can go to Mars? <laughs> I mean, I guess. What could possibly go wrong? You know? I mean, a lot of things. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I want to preface this by saying that I'm an open-minded type of guy, and even if a theory sounds ludicrous, I will at least see what people have to say. You know, I've seen some crazy shit out there, and I've given it all the time of day just to see what it's all about. Um, some of the lizard people stuff is just like, oh my god. <clears throat> yeah, lizard people stuff's really out there. Yeah. However, you know. Some of it is very entertaining. 
And a lot of what we talk about on the show is just entertainment and entertaining subject matter. You know, we've talked about vampires and werewolves for God's sakes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, that's true. Uh, touch on this real fast. Scott, there's an armed drug addict running around the area somewhere. So I thought it'd be safer to be inside the air conditioning. Are you serious right now? Bro, I'm not. I, I mean, it happens. That was that was crazy. Um, my laptop, because it's a Mac, Siri went off and she said, I'm I'm always serious. Like, <laughs> the shit out of me. That's right, Siri. <laughs> That's right. What's up, Madison? Um, a, a loon loon's out there, huh? I mean, yeah. Yeah, who knows? Once once in a blue moon, man. Um, somebody somebody hits the meth a little too hard. Oh, damn, that would have been some great footage. Hopefully you would have survived. <laughs> Good God. Could you imagine? Tune in at 11. YouTuber fights off meth at his garage. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Well, without further ado, let's uh, get into this. I thought we'd leave it right here for a second and just say that we're using this video in fair use. And it's merely for educational purposes, um, criticism, and um, parody. Because <laughs> the earth isn't really flat, is it? Absolutely not. So Take that, YouTube. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's get into it. Let's see what this video is all about. Now, Matt, when you find it to be too ridiculous, you just let me know. Oh, I got you, boo. <laughs> This is actually on Facebook, which I thought was funny. You guys got audio on that? Can you hear yeah, it? I got, yeah, I can hear it. Perfect. <clears throat> is that the Halloween theme song? No, but it's pretty damn cool. <laughs> so there it is. Oh, boy. <laughs> the Earth from Outer Space. Do you believe this is a real, live recording? Do you believe? How about now? Does this make it more believable? <laughs> Ask yourself. Is this real? Do you believe? Is this real? Let's try this another way. Breaking news. NASA finally did it. They finally did it. They're finally live streaming the Earth spinning from outer space. The world is celebrating. This one will go down in history. Convinced? Well, if you didn't fall for that, then why would you fall for this? Maybe you just never pay attention. When you do pay attention, you start to notice things. Are you paying attention? Pay attention. quick consensus in the chat if you're watching this live right now i'd like to know how many of you actually believe that it's possible that the earth is actually flat <laughs> i want to see how many people are against it did you know that starting at the end of 2015 
through 2017, flat earth was one of the top search terms in the USA, let alone the world. While most of you were falling for the political charades, the rest of us were trying to discover the true nature about our world. My of name course is he's going to be like, we were the smart I'm ones. I'm a local rapper here in Denver, Colorado. <laughs> I just want you to know the truth, so please don't shoot the messenger. It's a bitch, but this is how it is when you live. I've been rapping for 20 years, just like anyone else. When you're a kid and you're really into music, you're into making music, every kid looks in that mirror and then... Let's not forget how credible independent rappers are. <laughs> I, I just decided, screw it. I'm going to make a YouTube channel and start talking in videos. There has never been one experiment that proves that the Earth is in motion. When you try to find the curvature of the Earth, it's nowhere to be found. Unless you're looking at footage from GoPro cameras that have fisheye lenses, Hollywood movies, or NASA propaganda. Started making the videos in 2014, early 2015. Started getting noticed. You're living in a world where there's fake people faking events on TV in order to move agendas forward with the earth being flat. I couldn't just sit around and do nothing. There was videos everywhere. There was videos of people doing science, putting balloons up with a camera that doesn't have a fisheye lens on it, like a GoPro lens, a wide angle lens. And they were using these cameras that didn't have those. The horizon rose to eye level, which would be impossible on a ball that would be falling away from you as you rose up. There's people putting out top 10 NASA hoax videos debunking the moon landing, picking apart NASA, just left and right. It was awesome. Awesome time for YouTube between 2015 and 17. Even Google mentioned it during their commercial. Do you remember this? Why would Google be promoting this? As a joke? As a joke? No. We know why. They were panicking. Panicking because the platform they purchased 10 years ago was collapsing with truth. The powers that be would not allow that. As we want to provide users with authoritative, trustworthy Stans, information. I, I'm sorry to cut you off. I only have a minute and a half. And I, I, I don't really need to hear what you're trying to provide. I want to know how you're dealing with all these conspiracy theorists on your platform. So the, the first way is by demoting low quality content and promoting more authoritative content. And the second is by providing more transparency for users. So we're introducing boxes that provide factual information at the top of results that have shown themselves to turn up a lot of information that is counterfactual, such as searching for the earth is flat on YouTube, where you see a lot of- Your response is to put a box saying, nope, the earth is not flat. Correct. Okay. So instead of deleting all of the millions of videos we have made, they simply decided to bring in their puppets to reiterate the agenda at stake. We are already sufficiently motivated to invest the necessary resources and people in addressing this threat. You can tell it's real because it looks so fake, honestly. <laughs> the earth being flat is getting out of control. Can you please help? Can you please help? When you stand on the shoulders of those who came before, you might just see far enough to realize the earth isn't flat. One plus one is? Two. What color is the sky? Blue. And the earth is? Round. Just <laughs> like it is here. <laughs> this flow celebrates flat earth theory that is spreading ironically around the world and its possible roundness. Uh, spinning. <laughs> now they are talking about it.
they want you to search for it because they already changed their algorithm to be set up in their favor. What is this trash? None of this tells you our side of the story. These are all videos they put together so you can watch and learn nothing. Nothing that any of us would show you. Like here, have you ever seen a time lapse of the sun? Does it look like the earth is rotating backwards and the sun is still? Or does it look like our sun is simply moving across our sky, traveling away from your perspective? Again, but with some inversion. You can clearly see the sun, not only decreasing its size, but heading towards its next destination with a slight turn before it disappears from your line of sight. While Google would make sure when you type in flat earth that nothing like this would ever pop up, many agree the science regarding our sun is far from settled. We're told that the sun is a massive ball of burning gas 93 million miles away. But if that were true, then all the light that arrives here would be parallel because it's so far away. And it has to be parallel because one of the most often cited supposed globe proofs is Eratosthenes' experiment between Alexandria and Syene, by which he calculated the size of the Earth. For that calculation to be accurate, the light must come down parallel. The only problem is that that's not what we see. If you go out on a sunny day with broken cloud, what you'll see is that light comes down at angles, diverging angles. And that means that we can follow those light rays back to the source and triangulate the sun's height above the Earth, proving that the sun isn't millions of miles away. But we can also perform physical experiments that prove that these crepuscular rays, as they're called, can only be recreated with a light source that is small and close. It doesn't take a genius to understand that the further the light source goes up, the more the sun rays would spread out and become parallel. The reason you'd even think that the sun... If the Earth was flat, wouldn't it be sunny all the time? Uh, I mean, have they ever even thought about it? Well, if you'd let me finish, the reason you'd even think the sun would be visible from anywhere on Earth is because of the images they have shown you. No one promoting this bull stands for truth. You can keep believing in your fantasy gas ball 93 million miles away. You can keep believing in your fantasy gas ball. While we keep experimenting to try and figure out what the sun actually is and how close it could be, with a local hotspot, it should be easy to comprehend that the sun is small and close to you. To put that in perspective, imagine a table two meters wide in a completely dark room and you're holding a, a small but very bright light bulb, 3.4 millimetres across, and you were holding it about 31 centimetres above the table. What you'd see is a circular pool of light directly on the table, you know, beneath the light bulb. But on the other side of the table, it would be in darkness. Now, it seems to our mind that um, if you were on the uh, other side of the table, you would see the light because it's, you know, above the, above the table. 
But that's not true, because on that part of the table, it's in darkness, meaning that the light isn't physically reaching that part of the tabletop. Your senses are correct. We're also told that the sun sets because as the Earth rotates us away from the sun, it's actually obscured by the physical curvature of the Earth. That's not what we see. What we see is a local sun that is taking its local light with it. What happened to the horizon glowing across half of the world? Most sunsets are already fading through pollution, dander, chemtrails, and fog. Plus, refraction will always make the sun seem like it's going down, as well as your perspective. It would appear to sink down in your field of view. That's perspective. The further away you get from it, the lower it will appear. It doesn't physically change its height, it just appears that way to your eyes, until eventually it will disappear behind the horizon formed by your eye's vanishing point. Your eye has an angular resolution of 0.2 degrees, and anything at that height will disappear beyond the limit of your sight. Many times we can see uh, time-lapse footage of the sun that shows it getting smaller as it moves away from us. Now, that's not always the case. Since the sun is traveling around the North Pole, the closer you are to the North, the less you'll see the size change. But from locations beyond the equator, you'll absolutely see the sun's size change. And that could never ever happen if the sun was 93 million miles away. You wouldn't see the sun change at all. Our eyes cannot see farther than what they were designed to see but that is no reason to keep them closed. There's also an effect that occurs under certain conditions called atmospheric lensing, where the sheer amount of atmosphere, as well as the rain between you and the sun, acts like a lens and a prism, magnifying it greatly, which leads to another observational proof that the sun setting is an optical effect. At such times, when the sun is setting over the sea, and it seems as though it's half hidden by the horizon, then you can zoom in with a high-powered zoom camera and see that it's actually still above the horizon. It's just an optical illusion. Pay attention to the sun rays here. This alone proves our local sun, and so do these shadows. So what about the moon? We all witness the moon only illuminating the local clouds around it. That is because it is also a local light but one with opposite effects from the sun. As we can all agree, shade from the sun is cooler than direct sunlight. But did you know the moon's shade is actually warmer than direct moonlight? The moon produces cold light, something the science priests must have forgotten to teach us all about in school. Not only that, but at times we can see stars through the moon, proving it is not some solid rock 238,900 miles away. In the 60s, true science regarding the moon was the shadow band topic of its era. Um, I consider myself to be an ordinary, humble person who wants to serve mankind with what we, man has striven for from the beginning of consciousness with truth and understanding of the world. 
Now, one thing, you have a theory about the moon, and we expect to be able to get observable facts about the moon fairly soon. Um, what is your theory? Well, uh, it is by now rather more than a theory. Uh, 10 or 11 years ago, I stated to various scientists that the moon is not a piece of rock, but it is uh, plasma, cosmic plasma. Gravitational theories are out, and the new concept of the cosmos and of its laws has to be evolved. This fact will eventually be confirmed. I made certain predictions which were already confirmed in 1958, and the situation now is coming close to a complete confirmation. What will be the result if you are proved to be correct in your theories? The result will be uh, profound and decisive. Because if the moon is a plasma, no man will ever land on it. And... The, the Americans and Russians are thinking of landing men on it. Oh, well, that will never happen. People actually believe they walked on the moon. Talked with Nixon. Played golf. Drove a car. And planted a flag. If you really believe that Neil Armstrong took the first step, then why did you give any credit to the cameraman already there waiting for him? <laughs> These guys were all U.S. military men coerced into acting. They wanted the money and power that came with the deal, of course. The problem was, they were terrible actors. They couldn't even pretend to be excited, knowing they were lying to the world. But the show had to go on. Michael Collins and Neil Armstrong rarely spoke in public about it. But there was one man not shy about lying to your face. The spokesperson for the Apollo deception. It's my pleasure to present Colonel Edwin Alden. No handshake, hug, smile. Their facial expressions are similar to those experiencing constipation, not celebrating an accomplishment. Distinguished ladies and gentlemen, it is with a great sense of pride as an American and with humility as a human being that I say to you today what no men have been privileged to say before. We walked on the moon. I mean, they couldn't pay them enough to look up and smile? Society has always debated these planned Apollo events since day one, never imagining then that almost 50 years later, they haven't had the balls to fake another. As a tattooer, I talk to hundreds of people a month, and people are actually really starting to wake up with everything that's going on right now. I mean, People are sick of the lies. This is the biggest deception ever. The globe, the spinning ball globe is the biggest deception. If NASA was legit, literally all they would have to do is one thing, take one of their satellites, zoom in on someone in Australia, upside down, driving a car. Or, in the ocean, swimming upside down. That's all they would have to do, just zoom in. But they, they won't do it, they'll never do it. We have the, the, the footage of them in the space capsule, still in Earth orbit, covering up a small section of the window so you can see through the circle and making that look like that was the Earth. And like, this, is, this is a joke. I mean, how do people think this is real? I think it's hilarious that NASA will straight up tell you you're destroying the technology to go to the moon. I'd go to the moon in a nanosecond. 
Uh, the problem is we don't have the technology to do that anymore. We used to, but we uh, destroyed that technology and uh, it's a painful process to build it back again. But they destroyed the technology and they can't go back. It's ridiculous. There's an interview with Buzz Aldrin actually where he's uh, being interviewed by a little girl. Her question was, why has nobody been to the moon in such a long time? <laughs> That's not an eight-year-old's question. <laughs> That's my question. I want to know what I think I know. Because we didn't go there and and that's the way it happened after 50 years of lying to humanity and perpetrating this giant fraud he's sick of lie and he his conscience had a moment of humility and his conscience wouldn't let him or, lie to this little or hear me out this silly glow with water magically <laughs> attached to it spinning at a thousand miles an hour what a bitch that would be you actually did go to the moon <laughs> and alzheimer's got you telling people i didn't go <laughs> and i think it's bullshit <laughs> oh that's funny shooting around the sun at sixty-six thousand miles an hour and rocketing through the universe at a half a million miles an hour is just the goofiest <laughs> silly thing that i've ever heard in my life they want you to think you're a monkey man a purposeless accident created by nothing that exploded from a big bang that was created not by scientists by a priest mind you while they steal 58 million dollars a day in taxpayers money to show you cartoons cgi they they just have to show you enough of hollywood and magic tricks and for you to believe the nonsense it shocks me how many people actually believe they're floating above our heads? It's all filmed here on Earth. Outer space is a fantasy. The Earth is a stationary plane. Google bubbles in space. You can literally see bubbles coming up from these astronauts' helmets. It's ridiculous. When I when I saw it, I was like, this is this is a joke. So um, many times during um, spacewalks outside the International Space Station, you can see air bubbles rising up. Can you touch on how there are air bubbles in space? Um, air, can you be more specific, air bubbles? So yeah, like a lot of times during the footage, the NASA footage, you can see bubbles coming up out of the helmets or kind of from underneath you. Um, how do you explain bubbles in space? Yeah, often uh, on the outside of the space station, you'll liberate little pieces of It's a really harsh environment out there, and the outside of the space station gets beat up pretty good. And sometimes, you know, you'll see just little flecks of paint or something that you might have disrupted floating away from the suit. And, uh, you know, that's generally what that is. I've never seen any kind of air bubble anywhere. Could it, could it be that you're filming in an underwater pool and you're not really out there? <laughs> Well, I just 
just encourage everyone to look up Bubbles in Space, hashtag Bubbles in Space. Thank you very much. How's Bubbles in Space doing? That's what? Bubbles in Space? Bubbles in Space? Yeah. I don't know what that is. No? You Mr. Kelly? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't remember the question from Tampa about the Bubbles in Space coming up from the helmet? Uh, yeah, you guys are in an underwater pool, remember? <laughs> we know. Just remember. What's up, man? You said mine is uh, hashtag Bubbles in Space. Hashtag bubbles in space. Bubbles in space, brother. What's your word on that? What is that? Yeah, you were asked that two times in the past couple months, actually, about bubbles coming out in the uh, spacewalks. Oh, you're that guy. I'm not that guy. I'm one of those guys. Yeah, though, I'm not so. going to write that. And then, right, uh, thank you so much. There you go. Astronauts on harnesses as well. Anything to say about that? Do I have anything to say about it? Yeah. I have anything you want me to say about it. What do you want me to say? Uh, whatever your thoughts are. I just want your honest opinion. Um, about what? There's video evidence of guys hanging from harnesses in the International Space Station. Sir, we need to keep going. There's a very long line. Thank you so much. Can you please step forward? Thank you so much. How about selling a book of of pictures with taxpayer money? How about that? Thank you so much. These are all on taxpayer dime, wasn't it? Not this one, but the picture book. You know what you can do? You can sell the same pictures yourself because they are public domain. Absolutely. They should be free to the taxpayers. They are free. Why are you selling it for $40? You can do whatever you want with it. Well, you're doing it just, just by, by ripping off the taxpayers. Hey, you know what? hey, thanks for coming. Once people start realizing that we've been lied to on a grand scale, everything from the government awesome. to our awesome. schools, it all just... <laughs> okay. So these guys want to be taken seriously, right? Sure. Bro, I'm going to believe the guy that kept his chill... After these guys at multiple events harassed him, <laughs> you know that, they did. That bro still kept his chill. You know what I mean? I mean, what are you going to say though? Well, still though, man. <laughs> like, if you want to be taken, if you want to be taken seriously, don't don't just film yourself harassing these people. Sure, they're never going to give them uh, a platform because it's so ridiculous. Well, also they're just grade A dicks about it, so I wouldn't want to give them a platform. Yeah, I mean, they are. However, if what they're saying is true, then NASA is taking millions upon millions of dollars to bullshit us. <laughs> Bro, I want to tell you right now, I've my taxes have gone to ten billion dollars to Ukraine. I could, I mean, fifty-eight million. Sure. Okay. But you know, you know that there are people that are extremists when it comes like. Our taxes go to so much shit that we don't know about and don't want them to. Yeah. That uh, I personally, I don't care. Like they can paint rainbow sidewalks and shit all over Seattle. The tax dollars, uh, yeah, I pay taxes. It doesn't bother me. What is it? Two cents? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, Bro, I'm but there are this. people that like they go to the extreme, and that's what these people are doing. Yeah, like, I'm just gonna put this out there. It's a famous quote by Thomas Jefferson: <laughs> "Taxes, dick." <laughs> Thomas Jefferson, probably. <laughs> oh. You really thought I was going to bust out a serious quote, too. That's the gold part. It was hilarious. That was. <laughs> I, I literally want a shirt that says tax this dick. Oh, there's, a com- there's a company that sells them. I oh, really? I that on my own. Yeah, that's, uh, oh, that's out there. I, I was like, this is gold. This is there's, there's also one of George Washington says, me and my homies would have been stacking bodies by now. <laughs> George Washington, probably. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it shocks me how many people actually believe they're floating above our heads. 
I've seen the International Space Station hey, on YouTube. Hit back the astronauts in a floating about in it while I'm they're orbiting the Earth. And then pause when it shows the dude. Pause. Actually, that guy. Pause. Like he's mad about how much they're spending on our tax dollars to fake floating above our heads when he probably spent five hundred dollars on those bullcrap jeans. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're held together by safety pins. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> oh, guys, just wanna. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm how good. many people actually believe they're floating above our heads? I've seen the International Space Station on YouTube and the astronauts floating about in it while they're orbiting the Earth at 17,000 miles per hour. You can't do that unless you're in outer space. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. Give me another it's week. It's as simple as using a zero-G plane and strapping a harness to their belt. Then, just like Batman movies, they remove the wires using a computer. At times, the manipulation reveals itself. Green screen and blue screen technology cannot always be flawless. How can you keep denying this trickery? Here we see Europe's space agency at NASA's studios using a blue screen with grids. This technology has been used for decades. It works best for 3D and live manipulation. It's funny. Once NASA was caught red-handed, they produced a couple of senseless videos eight months later, trying to pretend like they always use them for science experiments, knowing damn well it was too late. Why do clowns defend them? There is no chance you could remove the background. These people lie to your face in the hope that you will not do your own research. NASA knows that most are too lazy to dig through its massive rabbit hole. Yet, in the meantime, they just love to rub it in your face. They steal $52 million per day from American taxpayers just to create a fantasy display of men orbiting their spinning pear-shaped space testicle Earth. Their green screens are awful. When they are live and something glitches, their reactions are always priceless. I'm not sure why you globeheads keep defending all of this. Are you waiting on NASA to finally come forward? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, dear citizens of America. We here at NASA have been lying to you all since the 60s about our projects, operations, and missions into outer space. We have never been higher than lower Earth orbit. Right now, we only can fly in Earth orbit. That's the farthest that we can go. Every image we have shown you is CGI. Our films are mostly done in an underwater buoyancy facility. We have funneled millions of dollars per day to show you cartoons and false illusions. And we are truly very sorry. We will repay all taxpayers back the trillions of dollars we have stolen. This will be divided evenly between the citizens of America 
as well as rebuilding poverty-stricken towns and cities all across America. As this department has finally come to an end. Uh, Isn't it weird that every space documentary, all the series, I had them all, Joe had them all, we watch them all the time. I tried to remember all the about a Newton star and a super hypernova. I was me and Joe were deep into space. Beyond Venus, 93 million miles from the sun, is Earth. It's great oceans forming the clouds and air currents which warm and irrigate the planet. I thought I was better than people because I knew so much about space. <clears throat> and every now and then I'd watch all that and wonder <laughs> and wonder what this is all cartoons and every now and then i think to myself it's weird that we're not watching any actual footage of space it's all cgi all dvds on space are all cgi there's nothing real and everyone watches that they believe it the narration is all programming what's above us and what we're on we're being lied to don't we have a hubble why don't you point it at the earth and get some awesome shots of where we live? All the pictures and images from space are CGI. None of them are real. We haven't gone past that. What Are you telling me that that's okay? We could just gloss over that? And they admit that they're all CGI. Except for one in 1972, which is fake. They have one picture. They say one is real. 1972, all the rest are CGI. Like, where are the pictures of earth from space i want to see a picture i want to see tens of thousands of them i want to see the sun over here and the moon over there there's people should have posters all over the world people should have these epic pictures of the earth from space with the moon over here and the sun over there and the planets there's none literally zero they do sometimes exaggerate like claiming they used a nasa camera 1.6 million miles away to take this alleged video of the dark side of the moon. It doesn't take a genius to see how undeniably computer generated this image is. And yet you think we are the moronic ones? I would rather be thought as a moron for not trusting criminals than a sellout and a traitor for defending them. the reality what, is the things that come out of your mouth are you saying something that a defense attorney would say or are you saying something that a prosecuting attorney would say i when it comes to the government that criminal that's like john Gotti. i'm saying that a prosecuting attorney would say not saying like we'll prove it we'll prove it it's a criminal without a doubt whatever's coming from the government you need i need some irref i need the kind of evidence that they would shut down a case if i don't see the evidence why would i believe it? what is gravity you have no idea okay next question <laughs> so you're telling me gravity is strong enough to hold oceans onto it battling inertia from the spin so gravity's holding oceans inertia is trying to pull it out and make it fling skyscrapers would fling off the earth but this gravity's holding these it's so strong it's holding those but it can't hold a helium balloon things that are less dense go up things that are more dense go down has nothing to do with gravity where's gravity at with butterflies you would think that if gravity's so strong it's holding skyscrapers down to it we'll be flat on the ground there is gravity all the way out to the moon and beyond <laughs> long before the theory of gravity was a glimmer in newton's imagination the natural physics of density and buoyancy already perfectly explained why apples fall down. Objects fall or rise based on their relative density to the medium surrounding them. Apples fall because they are denser than the air. 
while helium balloons rise because they are lighter. No gravity necessary. This is why raindrops fall down through the air and air bubbles rise up through water. Everything seeks its relative density and rises or falls until settling accordingly. This is why a tiny pebble sinks to the bottom of the ocean, but gigantic cruise ships and aircraft carriers stay afloat on the surface, because even though a pebble is so small, its mass, relative to its volume, its density, is more than water, so it sinks. And even though a cruise ship is so large, its mass, relative to its volume, is less than water, so it floats. If Newton's apple had landed in a puddle, he would have seen the apple only fell through the air because it was denser than the air, but then floated on top of the water because it was less dense than water. The natural physics of density and buoyancy was understood and agreed upon for centuries before they changed our textbooks and started NASA. All our space information is coming from NASA. NASA. Warner Von Braun was the director of all six moon missions, and he's a Is that not a comic book? That's a comic comic book. My fellow Nathanos, I am sorry to say I am leaving you to join the elite. Operation Paperclip. In the United States of America. Operation Paperclip. My people in Germany, all they want is freedom and peace. We want to welcome you to the US of A. We must avert their attention. I'm going to make so much money. It's crazy. <laughs> to brainwash a nation, we will need automation. I want to bring my technology of airplane models. I want to work with Walt. I want to see the best people. We need to get the indoctrination started. If people believe an airplane can go to the moon, we might be able to do it. To brainwash a nation. I will need help. We will need automation. Please bring in help. United States of America. Oh jeez, who hired these guys? Jesus Christ, these guys can't act. Bring it up into an airplane, dark window. You just record the earth from a dark window. Put it on the computer afterwards. People will fall for it. People will fall for it. People must know. And the heavens declare the glory of God in His firmament. For sure, His handiwork. The people must know. We come from this big bang and fluffy puffy uh, pixie fairy dust and, and unicorn farts and all of a sudden uh, consciousness just, just came out of that. No, it was designed. It's not an accident. Everything according to the bogus Darwinian theory of evolution, all of it points to a godless, atheist, demonic, demon-crat lie. NASA is a corporation and they are the same people who run Disney. In fact, they are very, very similar because what they do is they entertain people. They're not teaching people. Uh, they don't want people to know the truth about the cosmos. They're entertaining them with CGI images. Every image you see, image, not photo, every single one of them, all of those are computer-generated images. They are not photos. Everyone you see on Google is a CGI image. It is not a photo. And you can't tell that they are CGI. Either there's two things wrong with you. You are either or you are mentally deranged. You do not have control of your own mind. You, Your mind 
has been indoctrinated, it has been brainwashed, and you've been duped, and you still believe in Santa Claus and the upside-down spinning Santa ball, which the Jesuits invented in 1542. Prior to 1542, every single culture, all our intelligent ancestors will be rolling in their graves knowing that this stupid progeny actually think they live on a spinning globe that people bow down to for their false ideology. Zoom up to Venus, zoom up to Mars, and you'll see they are lights. They are stars. Hence, all the intelligent pre-Copernican astrologers, Ptolemaic astrologers like myself, taught that all the planets are wandering stars. They are luminous bodies. Just as the Egyptians said, just as the Greeks and the Mayans and the Aztecs said, just as our intelligent ancestors said. If all the stars, as they say, in every constellation are all at different depths by millions of light years, how come the thousands and thousands and thousands of years of hurtling through the sky, there is no distortion, no difference in luminosity of stars. We're supposed to be flying at breakneck speeds through the galaxy, and yet the same boring stars keep turning over our flat, stationary, plain Earth forever and ever and ever and ever. So we are not moving. We're supposed to be traveling at, get this number in your head, 66,600 mile an hour, 666. That's how fast the Earth is orbiting. If you are that's what you are. You are stupid. Stupid beyond your wildest imagination. That's why we have a horizon, because it's horizontal. That's why we have sea level, because the sea is level. It's not curving. You cannot call it sea level. You will call it sea curve. That's why we have tectonic plates and not tectonic bowls, because those tectonic plates are just that, flat plates. Check out the Suez Canal. 120 miles, no curvature. It never overflows, it never drains. And to all those astrologers out there who think they are astrologers, teaching heliocentrism, like uh, Laura Eisenhower, the uh, granddaughter of her grandfather, um, the president of the US, uh, calling herself a heliocentric astrologer, no such thing exists. I'm a very young age, wondering why the heck did I land in the Eisenhower family? Yeah. I was faced with the opportunity to go to Mars. Some people wonder, why the heck didn't you go to Mars? But my intuition told me from really recalling a, a, a youth filled with a lot of insight about what I was here to do was to not go anywhere. That is Laura, you are a false prophet. The line going from the AC to the DC is called the line of the Earth, and it never moves. AC to DC, ascendant to descendant, that's called the line of the earth, according to the astrologers of ancient. And that 
never moves, proving that there is no movement of the Earth calculated in any astrological chart reading that you do. You never account the movement or the position of the Earth in relation to any of these planets because it's that line of the Earth which we call the horizon. Speaking of horizons, some guy, he filmed a mountain. He was flying over Texas and he used his camera to film a mountain. This mountain was supposed to be hidden by 35 miles of curvature with the current circumference of the Earth that we're given. Oh, just sitting straight up, he's just right there. It's not hidden by 35 miles of curvature. It's, it's crazy. As soon as Flat Earthers found out about P900 cameras that, that are made by Nikon, where they can zoom in times 80, I think, and what's going on is like, you can see a boat disappear with your naked eye. And that used to be proof alone. That used to be proof for the curvature of the Earth. But now you can watch the boat disappear with your naked eye. And then you can pull up this camera and you can zoom in on the boat that you just watched disappear. And you can bring it right back into full view, perfectly, just perfectly visible. It's crazy. There's no camera tricks. There's no illusions involved. Nothing. It's just perfectly back into view. There's flat earth proofs coming out all the time, every other day, every, every, I'll just, it's just a matter of if you can find it or not. If, if it's going to surface in the right areas where people can share it, you know, they're trying to censor this stuff nonstop. <coughs> There's just a mission to keep this stuff buried. I got mad love for all the flat earthers, man. Since day one, everybody's been doing their part, putting in mad love, and just picking up where the where they're finding slack. They'll pick it up. You know what I mean? Like there's no spot in flat earth that is not covered. They're covering their zone, their quadrants, and they're just taking care of business, man. And if it wasn't for you, if it wasn't for all of us, we wouldn't be where we're at with this flat earth thing, man. They wouldn't be so scared. They wouldn't be trying to cover it up at every turn and stop it everywhere we look. Each and every single flat earther out there has played their part. And we wouldn't be where we're at if it wasn't for you. We wouldn't be heavily censored. They wouldn't be scared to debate us. They wouldn't be trying to censor us at every turn if it wasn't for you guys and you wonderful women exposing flat earth with all your might, all your power. All the glory to God. What a wonderful world we live on. So beautiful. There's pilots coming out all the time, too. And they're attesting to the fact that you can't find any curvature. Ask any airline pilot what the shape of the Earth is. When they're done laughing at you, they'll tell you it's a sphere. That's not, an, that. yeah, no. The ground looks to us like it's standing still. Did you notice any curvature while we were up there? Uh, no. Now, what did you, you see while we were up there? Uh, just the blue sky, white clouds. Yeah, is it flat or? Pretty flat. Pretty flat? Yeah. Okay, thank you. I was reading a lot of stuff on the flat earth. Okay, yeah, 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 true, true. That's true? Yep. Okay, yeah. all right, cool. Yeah. All right, God bless, brother. Did you notice any curvature while we were up there? Curvature, no. No, there's no, no curvature? It's just all flat. 
Tracy, how are you, mate? Peace and mercy, guys. Yep. Is who way this service? We're around on the flat, aren't we? Yep. We are, aren't we? Thank you. <laughs> Most pilots know their plane is flying over a plane, a stationary plane, always a smooth and level flight. We never feel the plane dipping its nose down. We only feel the landing. Which flight route matches reality in your mind? If you chose the left, you may need medical attention. Everything beneath you while flying is level and motionless, just as expected, flying over a stationary plane. Sometimes it's hard to see far ahead of you, but other times. We could probably see the Rockies from Kansas. Wow. It's a clear day, but if it's smoky or hazy, obviously we can't see much. The world is, is so generous in its beauty, and, and you do your best to, to take pictures of it. It's just, it's just flat and gorgeous. Silly actor not, you took the words right out of my mouth. Earth is flat and gorgeous, but they trick you to believe something else. Not every pilot instantly connects the dots and keeps quiet. Sometimes it can hit them 25 years later. Waarom heb ik dat nooit eerder gezien, na 25 jaar in het cockpit? Dus, um, zo geïndoctrineerd zijn we dus allemaal. <laughs> ja, het is toch het is gewoon, het is ook gewoon heel vervelend. Het is gewoon heel vervelend. Dat je daar al die jaren naar hebt gekeken en dat het hard genoeg is gevallen. En ook, zeg maar, toen ik eenmaal wist dat de aarde plat is, dat je naar buiten kijkt en dat je denkt, waarom heb ik nooit gezien hoe plat is eigenlijk is? Better late than never. Most pilots may have skipped over their training manuals. In their flight dynamics summary, section 112 explains all you'll need to know about what you're flying over. Heck, the military knows the same thing. NASA admits it as well. In tons of documents available to the public. This is uh, the first time I saw this. <laughs> I was I was just watching along, and then we got to this part right here, and I was like, "Hold on a second, there's actually documents that say it." Uh, I thought it was pretty funny. Thank you. Purified. <laughs> then never. Most pilots may have skipped over their training manuals in their flight dynamics summary, section one one two. There is a flat Earth. The Earth's curvature is zero. There is a non-rotating Earth. Interesting. Hmm. Explains all you'll need to know about what you're flying over. Heck, the military knows the same thing. And one, one. That's going to be some homework. Better late than never. I'm hoping that somebody knows a pilot that has possibly seen this to prove that it's true. Do you know? Can you find out if this is true? My my brother-in-law is a pilot and pilot instructor. Perfect. Most pilots may have skipped over their training manuals in their flight dynamics summary, section one one two. Flight Dynamics Summary, Section 112. 
ask him about this. Okay. Explains awesome. all. I don't know if this is a real document. I'm just going by based on what they're saying. This could be complete bullshit. Yeah, I'll see. I'll see if he'll talk to me about it. Well, you'll need to know about what you're flying over. Heck, the military knows the same thing. NASA admits it as well. In tons of documents available to the public. Non-rotating flat Earth. They just assumed nobody would pay attention. This comes from the Army Research Laboratory. This one's from the CIA. There's another one from NASA. This report documents the definitions of linear aircraft model for the rigid aircraft of consistent mass flying over a flat, non-rotating Earth. But we've all been taught that it's been rotating at 66,000 miles an hour. This comes right from our own government. Now, I have available 44 documents. Who do I give them to, sir? Uh, you go into the city clerk, which is this here. So, what I want is a law that's passed that we can't teach anything about the development. We have to teach the truth of how things are. From the documents to the imagery, they are not flying around a curve heading to outer space. They are flying over a stationary flat plane. Stop falling for the illusions. Every rocket goes up and then levels out. Most of NASA's rockets launch from Florida and head towards the Bermuda Triangle. Well, besides the occasional... They're not shy about showing the truth in plain sight. 125 alleged miles up, and they show you our level horizon with a local sun. Then quickly switch cameras to their fisheye lens, as if that didn't just happen. You have to pick one. You can't have both. Looks as if their cameras go about as high as most hot air balloons do before they burst. Who do they think they're fooling? But let me guess, you saw the curvature in the images from satellites. The thousands of magical orbiting aluminum tin cans floating in space. It's all animation and games until one comes crashing down on your squad. Many crashed satellites have been reported the world over. And the one thing they all have in common is giant helium balloons attached to them. Of course, satellite technology is real. We get our weather information, communication equipment, yeah, and even some internet service from them. Look up Google Loon, for example. It's not that they wouldn't use the magical floating satellites if they could. It's that they don't physically exist, nor does the globe. They have been sending these up one at a time since it all began. I will allow them to explain it. He got a patent on that in 1950. And those early balloons were so large, they didn't have any way to launch them except they actually launched them from aircraft carriers. Modern scientific ballooning was born. It's also the genesis for NASA's newly developed super pressure balloon. The, whole, the reason for super pressure ballooning is they have absolutely stable altitude, day, night, and it doesn't matter how cold the atmosphere is, they are sealed. So your shape is always the same, you always displace the same amount of air and therefore you have the same amount of buoyancy all the time. This day to night altitude stability allows super pressure balloons and the Hi, I'm Matt. 
and this is NASA now. NASA has been using balloons uh, for science research for over 30 name. years. <laughs> the exploration that can be done on balloons that looks like is Rosie O'Donnell. continuing to grow. Standard balloon that I fly is about 660 feet long when it's made. So when it's inflated, it's over 400 feet tall by 440 feet wide. Think of a dome stadium. That's how big my balloons are. So let me get this straight. It is now public knowledge that they send up satellites yeah, on massive helium-filled balloons. As you should know, NASA is the largest consumer of helium in the world, for obvious reasons. But the issue with society is that they never critically think. Just think for a second here. If these are sent up to provide the world with all of the important information we need, and I'm sure the entire process is expensive and difficult to accomplish, then please explain to me what in the flat world do these pathetic animations do for you? Do they make you happy inside? Are they so super duper cool that you cannot see past the obvious CGI? The fact of the matter is everything NASA sends up on a balloon simply hovers above our motionless Earth. That is why they rarely speak about orbiting satellites, and of course, they never show footage. Here is some footage of a random evening with a man, the moon, and his Nikon P900. Notice anything floating up there? Forget it, Bart. It's so bright out you can't see anything in the sky except the Fox satellite. Another remarkable fact about NASA's balloon launches is that many are launched from Antarctica. Is it because we cannot travel past certain parallels to witness their launches with our own eyes? What else are they hiding from us over there? It would be nice if someone was allowed to truly explore Antarctica again. Antarctica. It sure has been a while since the last guy. Greetings to you, my young friend. Our very distinguished guest for this evening is Admiral Richard E. Byrd. I must say that Admiral Byrd, our guest tonight, is not only our greatest living explorer, but he's been an inspiration to countless Americans. Admiral Byrd, is there any unexplored land left on this earth that might appeal to adventurous young Americans? Uh, yes, there is. Strangely enough, there's left in the world today an area as big as the United States that's never been seen by a human being. And it's, uh, I think it's quite astonishing that there should be an area as big as that unexplored. But more important than that, it's, uh, it has to do with the future uh, of the nation those to come after us, or even uh, during our lifetime, because it happens to be an untouched reservoir of natural resources. An area as big as the United States that's never been saved by human beings. Since late 2014, one of the biggest things I've heard, the Earth is flat, why don't you find the edge and fall off? Why don't you make up an expedition and gather people and go find the edge and take a picture of the edge? Well, my response is, can you fall off the edge of a lake, a pond, an ocean? Let's see if you have any imagination left in that brain of yours and pretend this is all the water in the world. This is the 71% covered earth-filled pond, all the water of the world. So let's just say this is trillions upon trillions upon trillions of gallons. You've got the continents, the islands in the middle, in the center where all compasses point. 
You can circumnavigate, circle the lake or the pond left or right. But as you venture outwards towards the banks, towards outer space, what happens? Once you pass that 60th degree parallel and you hit the ice wall, the ice cliff of Antarctica, what happens? Do you fall off the edge? Is there an edge here? Is there an edge here? Because we know the physics of water is to find and maintain level if you've been paying attention. And also, water must be contained. It is contained. We climb up the banks and we keep going outward, southward. What happens to their control when millions of people travel beyond the 60th parallel? They knew this was going to get out. They knew people were going to wake up. What if Star Wars is true? What if this extra terrestrial, these extra terrains, they're telling us the truth, minus the vacuum of space, because they got to put a Hollywood spin on it, don't they? Star Wars, Star Trek. What if you Globers can have your Star Wars and your Star Trek at the same time? Isn't that awesome? How does that make you feel? The timeline goes as follows. So in 1955, Operation Deep Freeze starts. And when Admiral Richard Byrd gets back, he comes on live television and tells us he found more land the size of North America. They quickly start NASA. President Eisenhower calls over the Nazi traitors in Operation Paperclip to start the Upper Space Mind Control Program. Don't look out there. Look up here. Look, everybody. We're going to the moon. Then, in 1959, 12 nations started the Antarctic Treaty, followed by 42 more nations where they had decided you or I cannot travel or explore any part of Antarctica south or past the 60th parallel without military clearance, without the aid of a guided tour. Do you really think that this is just a coincidence? More. Imagine they find more land. Imagine there is more, more land out there. More to explore, more to reside, more resources. You think, um, you think they tell you and I about it? I'm sure a lot of you have heard about my $200,000 globe challenge. And up to this point, no one has been successful at completing the challenge. We've had a few clowns here and there that have stepped up to the plate. Here we go. And uh, claimed victory. But at the end of the day, you can't make water stick to the bottom of a ball, much less spinning. Okay. You can't show where sea level turns to sea curve. There's no curvature on the x-axis or y-axis that stuff is flat here's a fair challenge here for neil degrasse tyson why don't you get off your fat lazy butt and out from behind your screens and your scripts earth throughout its life even when it formed it was spinning and it got a little wider at the equator than it does at the pole so earth got a little bit wider at its equator then it did pole to pole. So, so you spin, you know, when you spin pizza dough, it kind of flattens out. Like spinning pizza dough. Yeah. You know, it just gets but flat. If you were a cosmic giant and you came up to Earth and you rubbed your finger over Earth's surface, it would feel as smooth as a cue ball to you. Wow. If you shrunk Earth down to the size of a cue ball, yeah. it would be one of the smoothest, roundest cue balls ever made. That's how round Earth is. So it's not actually a sphere. It's an it's oblate. Where it's like pear shaped. Neil deGrasse Tyson. It's funny. Six years ago, I, I sent a whole bunch of questions for you to answer. Um, and uh, I noticed you haven't answered them. You're not a scientist. You're an actor with a, with a couple of science degrees. 
there's people with uh, those same qualifications flipping burgers in Burger King. Well, it's like <laughs> so you don't impress me. Neil Disgrace Tyson, you are a lying Jesuit thug and a deceiver. You are a degenerate from Good luck to all your lying when you're down in doing favours for And remember my name when you're in there. Santos Bonacci. Hey, Neil, you talk about pears so much. Why don't you try eating a few, you fat That's actually good. I feel like these guys are all true hey, with Neil, a fat shame. The, the level in motionless plane is so easily debunked, so easily refuted, then why don't you just debate Eric Dubay? Why don't you get off your fat, lazy butt out from behind your screens and your scripts? And debate Eric Dubay. You've heard the name Eric Dubay, but you're scared. You're chicken. You won't debate Eric Dubay because you don't have a script and lines and people telling you what to say. You know you'll get demolished. Why don't you just go, come on a podcast or any type of show, 30 minutes, 15 minutes, maybe an hour, if you've got the and debate Eric Dubay. See how much of a man you are there, Mr. Mike Drop. Looks like we're going to have Eric Dubay. He said he's agreed to do it. Talk with Neil deGrasse Tyson. What? Yes. <laughs> I had asked you to debate one of them flat earth guys. No, I don't. I can't. I, no, no. I know. We talked about it and we were going to have him on Skype. No, what we do is, and I think this is a diabolical plot, so that the next time we can ship people en masse into orbit, they all want to be the first in line because they know we're going to send them so that they can see the round earth. They're going to be the first ones in space. Just so they can stop annoying the rest of us. I don't, I don't think <laughs> you're correct. And I know that you're not correct. Why the backpedaling, Neil? You already agreed to debate me on Joe Rogan's podcast. The show was scheduled, posted on Joe's site, announced on air twice. And then you suddenly decided that you, quote, don't debate flat earthers. What happened? I'll tell you what happened. Someone at NASA told Neil... We're not going to let you go head-to-head -head with Eric Dubay because he'll make you look foolish. Prove me wrong. There you go. That's part one. Part one. That is true, though. He was a... Uh... Eric Dubay was going to debate Neil deGrasse Tyson on the Joe Rogan experience, and it never came to fruition. Right. Because Neil backed down. Now, what a huge opportunity missed there, because he could have demolished a flat earther or the other way. Now, if I was Neil deGrasse Tyson, I would have jumped at the opportunity. <laughs> right, exactly. Which, you know... It is what it is. Like I said, I don't know what to believe. <clears throat> but uh, the idea that NASA is lying to us about so much shit, I just have to ask why. Why would they lie about everything? Because they're just an operation to funnel funds, man. Like, it's super easy to, like, it's easy to be like this or that, but... In all honesty, it's they are just uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, 
but uh, it's just as easy to funnel funds and say, we're trying to figure out how to get to space. And then they move that money elsewhere. Sure. Um, as to be like, oh, well, this doesn't really exist. Still give us as much money. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I see, I see comments about these guys being pissed. You have to understand where they're coming from. Okay, some of these flat earthers were actually f- hardcore deniers. And imagine imagine you found some evidence to something that you thought was irrefutable. Right. That, that you thought was irrefutable. And people that either haven't done any research, like just average Joes like you and me, if we had a flat earther on here, we say, you're fucking nuts. And he said, well, have you actually done any research? I could look him in the face and say, absolutely not. (laughs) Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. So for me to say that he's retarded, (laughs) you know, it would be uh, not a wise thing to do. Now, a lot of these people, you know, like I said, have their what they consider to be irrefutable evidence. And everybody shoots them down and calls them dumb, calls them, uh, you know, not intelligent uh, but yet nobody can, you know, refute their claims. So for me, that's why, like, I look at this stuff and I'm like, okay, and I'm just gathering all this so-called evidence. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. I have, I have to figure out a way to debunk it all, but a lot of it's scientific. And you know, some of the things they say, I think could be explained away in science, but I'm not smart enough to do it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But when you have some rich flat earther saying, I'll give you $200,000 to prove to me that water will stay on a ball spinning because they've made a couple interesting points when it came to gravity. So if we are, uh, if we are on a ball, you know, to play devil's advocate here, we are on a ball spinning at 66,000 miles an hour. Right. And gravity holds the water to the earth and doesn't fling it off. Okay. Okay then how can a helium balloon just rise up off the earth? No problem at all. And all, all these little tests that they've done. Um, I, I know it has to be explained away in science. I just don't know. But if it's that easy to disprove, how come there aren't thousands and thousands of videos disproving all these claims? Now, maybe there are, and I just haven't come across them yet. <laughs> but I, I just, there's certain things they've said where I'm like, oh, you know, you know, like when they're talking about in the distance, if there is a curvature, there's like a mathematical equation that for every one mile squared, you should have like eight inches of curve. Um, but yet you can see a ship sailing in the distance and disappear from your from your naked eye. But you can zoom right in and see that same boat. God knows how many miles away. <laughs> right. It hasn't disappeared over the curve. So things like that get me thinking like, hmm, interesting. Um, now, do I think that the Earth is a, a a floating disk in space just floating around? No. But I think it's possible that it could be just a plane and that beyond the alleged ice wall, there could be other there could be other uh, pieces of land. Um, but what you find, at least what I've found in a lot of this, is it starts getting into the the theological side of things where they're saying that um this plane, whatever we're on, you know, no, nobody knows where the edge is. No, none of these legitimate flat earthers are saying they know where the edge is. 
They believe that there's something beyond what we would consider the edge or this ice wall. Yeah. So when you see the people showing the flat earth disc floating through space, they're saying, no, that's just disinformation to make you all think that we're retarded. (laughs) When in reality, if you dig a little bit deeper, what they're saying is that they believe that this is created by God as a special place that he's created for us and that there is a firmament. You saw that before the, they decided that they wanted to promote a globe earth, all the stuff that they were showing uh, depicted a firmament above the earth, which is mentioned in the Bible. So it's in, it's interesting the, when you get deep enough, you realize, oh, these guys don't think it's a floating disc in space. They don't think that at all. They don't even think space exists. They think this is a realm created by God and that we are special and that these people depicting this lie are Luciferian and they don't want us to believe that we are as special as we were, as we are, because we're God's creation. So it's very, very, it gets interesting because most people, when you say flat earth and there's flat earthers out there, they always, they always say, Oh, what about the edge? And they, they, they picture this floating disc in space. And that's not what these guys are saying at all. So it's, it's funny to me when you bring up flat earth and that's the first thing that debunk, uh, debunkers or globers <laughs> uh, say about it is, oh, so you think we're just a spinning Frisbee in the middle of space? Not at all. So I really enjoy digging in further because I do believe there is a God. And to think that it's possible that there's a shadow, a shadow group of people that have indoctrinated the planet to think that we are on a globe um, is interesting to me. And it could, I mean, that's, if it was true, if it were true, that would be the biggest lie ever told and the biggest (laughs) conspiracy proven to be real. Um, Gosh, it's fun to think about. It really is. But uh, when I said, when I originally started talking about flat earth, Matt, did you think I was thinking disc in space or what? I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely fun. And if uh, I'm curious to see how many views this gets compared to some of our other uh, videos, because I think if nothing else, for the people that think flat Earth is bullshit, you should probably watch these videos and get some answers to these questions. But you saw the government. I mean, if if they're real. The pilot documents, the government documents saying a flat, non-rotating Earth. What the fuck does that mean other than a flat Earth? (sighs) This is exactly what they're saying. They're saying just because we say there's a flat Earth and no space doesn't mean that we're not saying there's no aliens. They're saying maybe extraterrestrial means they come from the extra terrain that exists on whatever this is. So, yeah, I, I mean, I that's a possibility. It's, it's fun to think about. Um, I'm not convinced it's a globe and I'm not convinced it's flat. <laughs> I don't know what to think. Um, gosh, I mean, it could just be a dimension. You never know. Um, but uh, definitely something fun to think about. And like I said, We'll see how how things turn up. Matt does not look the least bit entertained. <laughs> oh, no, you're good, man. I just, I mean, I don't have thoughts one way or the other, really. It's just, 
Is it possible, Matt? I mean, it's maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's just. It. I know you're trying to get like get me on board with it a little bit, and I'm. Just I either like, want you on board, or I want you 100 percent against it, because like I said, I wanted to present you stuff, and I, I was hoping you're going to be like, stop the video. No, this is untrue. I've looked up Google here, and I have some evidence that proves that this is not true. <laughs> My plan didn't I'm, work as I. I'm trying I harder to be more open to things. Sure. I mean, like I said, it's hard for me to take them seriously when they're such dickheads about it. Um, sure. I understand. I understand they're very frustrated with people thinking they're idiots. But I mean, when you run around acting like a jackwag and spouting idiotic <laughs> shit, you're gonna get treated like an idiot. Um, sure. I mean, when it really, it just, it just seemed it, that whole video felt like a bunch of bros. And I'm gonna say bros. Like, we're hanging out in their frat one goddamn day, and they're like, you know what we should do? We should try to convince everybody the Earth's flat. Bro, such a good idea. Let's get our buddy that's got a million dollars or something to fucking finance it, and let's just really put this shit on YouTube. Like, I, and let's just go harass everybody that does anything with NASA. Like, just harass the bejesus out of them. And when they don't answer our questions, we're going to call, tell, say, see, they're lying. Um <laughs> I that mean, thought just, did go through my head a couple times. I was like, you guys could have got somebody better to, to portray what you're trying to say. <laughs> I mean, just they, I mean, they're, they're shoot. If they, if they're trying to get a serious message out, they are shooting themselves in the foot. Cause nobody wants to listen to frat boy brought Bob and his cronies running around harassing people. Cause you gotta realize you're talking about a group of people that, that, society respects sure and respects their opinions and respects what they say and so your idea to get everybody to change their minds about these people is for you to try to bully them into answering your questions <laughs> now these aren't this isn't the only group of people that think what i just said i understand this just happens that. to be one documentary there's a guy that they mentioned in there named eric dubay who is yeah. very well spoken he's very very soft with his words and I almost played his video instead. However, I knew this one would be a little bit more controversial. So I played this one. The other one was two hours long, and it's 200 proofs that the earth is flat. So <laughs> I was like, oh, God, I don't know if I can sit through two hours. of." And if you listen to his monotone delivery, it's like I couldn't listen to through uh, two hours of that. But I really feel like Chris just wants to get me fired up to make some fire, <laughs> fire YouTube videos. I mean, bro, it's just like I said, it's I'm, I'm trying really hard to be open. And consider things. Sure. But. I get exactly what you're saying. I would have been turned off by the video too. If I didn't want to see what they actually had to say. And when you. When you take away all the bullshit. All the bro shit. And you just look at some of the evidence. That they brought to the table. Or some of the alleged evidence. That they brought to the table. Yeah. It has to raise some questions. Hey I'm not going to lie. It was solid evidence. Like some of the stuff they brought forward. Was. Has seemed yeah. pretty solid. I'm not going to. I'm not. I'm not disproving that. Or sure. disagreeing with it. Or sure. anything. I just I just feel like there's a better way to try to get your message out if you want to be taken seriously. There definitely is. Um, I wanted to find something, a, a piece, of, like a documentary or something that showed a lot of the evidence that I've seen and heard um, uh, promoted by people that are more um, soft-spoken, more, uh, uh, for lack of a better term, science-based. Uh, it's really hard to find... Uh, a compilation of all that stuff right so this was the <laughs> sadly this was the best one i could come up with um but uh <coughs> I, th I think it's worth us checking out the other two just to see um 
I mean, we'll we'll check them out for sure. Like I said, I'm not I'm not shutting it down, and I'm not sure. being like trying to be negative. It's just when <laughs> I feel like I went into the wrong field because I I just want to PR these guys and just be like, look, yeah, don't go out there and be a jack wagon. Sure, like ask your questions, and if they give you an answer, cool. It's when you badger them. You think you're being just an aggressive investigator. Yeah. Really, you're just looking like a jack wagon. No, for sure. There's definitely a way to be um, investigative and uh, an investigative journalist without coming off as a dick. However, I find it entertaining. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's 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 funny when they do start to get them rattled a little bit and everything. And like I said, the video was solid. I mean, there was some stuff that I was like, well, well okay. Um yeah. Like I said, it's just it's not something I try to get too fired up on. Like there's big there's bigger fish to fry in my book. Um <laughs> The Flat Earth Society, if you talk to some or listen to some of what guys like the ones that are in this video that um promote the same type of evidence say, they say that the Flat Earth Society is a shill organization. Um, led to deceive and make people when people look up flat earth uh, on say google they're one of the first if not the first um, search results that were found and i tested this a couple years ago and it was true and the flat knows you're being this stuff (laughs) every (laughs) uh all flat earth society shit seems like like some disinformation shit just to make people that are legitimately going no there's some serious evidence here we're not th- we're not saying it's a fucking disc flying in space we're saying there is no space <laughs> which almost is crazier <laughs> you know um it's just it's fun i love listening to these guys talk about it and i really would love to see a, a legit scientist really debate and have an intelligent debate not a fucking start yelling and getting emotional type thing a real intelligent debate um with hardcore evidence Right. It'd be amazing. And I don't think that's ever going to happen because these two sides are so opinionated. Because <laughs> once you go, once you go, I've, I've noticed this. It seems like a lot of these guys, once they've gone flat, they're never going back. They're never going back. I've never heard of one flat earther that got deep like these guys and went back to the globe. And I've never seen or heard of somebody who is so hardcore about the globe ever go, even give a hint that any of what they're saying is even possible. And yet most of those people still believe we went to the moon and that space exists. So uh, it's interesting. With that said, maybe uh, on a future episode, we'll, uh, we'll watch um, the next, the next uh, video in that series called level with me. Let's just do it next week. Let's just make it a three part series. Okay. (laughs) Uh, We can do that. Um, I'll be getting back. We might have to make it a Sunday episode. I get back on Saturday from my flight. I'm not quite sure what's going to. I'll let you know what's going on. Um, If you get bored during the week, I'll be in Kansas City. (laughs) So I've got maybe I'll bring my laptop and stuff. Maybe we can do something from uh, from the road. I don't know. But um, it's it's fun. I I like talking about this crazy shit. I really do. (laughs) Oh, for sure, man. And yeah, there you're not going to get into these topics without having i mean what topic have we covered that hasn't had a bunch of questions at the end of it you know like well you know (laughs) i don't know it's just it's the fun part of talking about this crazy shit 
you know, and I know that there's some people watching that are going to listen to the show and they're going to be like, I can't believe these guys are even giving flat earth time of day. Right. But you my have wife to, being, my wife being one of those people. You have to look at some of the evidence, some of it. I'm not saying all of it, but uh, it's just funny that they start when I realized that they were starting to attack NASA and space. I was like, what does that have to do with the flat earth? Because I always thought originally when I even heard about this, I, I thought fucking disc in space with fucking rocks on the bottom and shit. And I was like, okay, this makes fucking no sense at all. And these people are absolute lunatics. And then when I started listening, once I filtered out the bullshit, and I was like, give me some fucking real evidence here. Convince me. And I saw some shit, and I was like, well, I don't know. This, there could be some weight here. I'm not sure. So There's something going on. Yeah. It, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. Well, Some, somewhere well, out there, Jesus is laughing. <laughs> he's like, dude, we gave him free will, and look what they're doing with it. <laughs> I do like, I, I did like the um, zoomed in um, videos of planets and how they appeared to be almost like when you're looking at uh, microorganisms through. Yeah, like an amoeba. Yes, a very high powered microscope is very interesting. Um. And I don't know, it kind of lent, it, it lent, uh, it made me think that maybe there is a firmament and maybe that's why there's distortion. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, so, bro, who knows? I mean, in all honesty, here's, here's why I'm not getting so fired up about it. And I'm just going to level and be honest with it. Okay. I have an open mind about it and I'll, I'll watch it and I'll give my thoughts and my opinions and everything. But at the end of the day, flat or not flat. I'm still going to have to haul my fat ass into work. Oh, yeah, 100%. So I can pay my bills. 100%. And so it doesn't really affect me either way. I mean, it's, yeah. it is what it is. I mean, I, I'd still go to work if we found out that the earth was flat. And That's what I'm saying. Like, like, no, matter, like, All right, well. no matter what, I'd be like, well, I still got to go to work on Monday. So I'll see, you, I'll see you guys later. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, I'll give, I'll give a counter. If I feel like I have a counter argument or something, I'll give it. Sure. But I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be like up here like, Jumping on the desk, being like, no. <laughs> and sometimes when I think about it, I'm like, fuck, I get mad, you know, with the shit that they lie to us about. You know, I get mad. I'm like, what am I really, what am I going to fucking do? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Not nothing. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Like, it comes out. It comes out. You know what we're going to do? No. Nothing. Everybody's going to go to work on Monday no. and everybody's just going to keep going on about their business and getting some nuggies and a yeah. milkshake after their no. day. You know what I mean? That's all, all they're going to do. All I'm going to do is sit here and bitch about it on Saturday nights. <laughs> exactly. That's it. That is it. Oh. It's not. It's not like we're gonna sit there and like storm NASA and be like, "Where's the money?" And like just oh Batman beat some scientist. You know what I mean? I mean, if some evidence came out, I mean, crazier shits happened. They did storm the Capitol, bro. <laughs> they stormed that Capitol about as much as somebody stormed. Uh, it's a small world. They were led through by police. <laughs> oh shit! I love how I love how that's called a riot, but then burning a city down is called a peaceful protest. Like, get out of town, dude! Fucking amen to that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, fuck. Oh shit! I'm not an arsonist. I'm a bonfire expert. I know those. And those guys were domestic terrorists. The guy with the oh. buffalo fucking helmet on and the fucking face painted. He's a fucking domestic terrorist. The, but the, the, the Q, yeah, the Qon shaman. Uh, shaman. Uh, He's a this fucking guy. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> I just and I feel bad. I feel bad for the Australians because they're like a day ahead of us. So they're like, while we're while we're still enjoying a weekend day, they're like, oh, I'm at at the office. (laughs) 
Oh, man. But uh, you know what? That was a fun episode. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed our talk at the end even more. Yeah, this is where it came to life. Lance, don't even get me started on that nonsense. Like, I'm telling you right now, WAP could be number one on the radio, but Jason Aldi makes a song about don't try burning down my small town, and they're like, yeah. he's a racist! Yeah, right? I didn't hear anything about it, like, get out the nooses or nothing like that. Like, bro, I didn't even listen to the song. I'm good because I just... had to listen. I had to listen to the song, song and watch the video to formulate an opinion. And I did not find it to be racist at all. <laughs> I mean, I, you know what? I'll also say though, hats off to Luke Bryan for backing up his bro. Hell yeah! Luke Bryan was like, "No, nah, take my videos down too. If you're going to take his, yeah, you can't show my stuff no more." Yeah, no, it's it's absolute bullshit. That whole thing. This cancel culture shit, dude. Dude, like, oh, here you go. Here you go. I saw a tweet the other day. Uh, somebody was like, the white people approach appropriation, culture appropriation of suicide is appalling and ridiculous. Uh, ancient cultures in other societies use that as an honorable way to not suffer in old age. And white people took it just to be an angsty teenager. And someone goes, you can't even kill yourself and not get canceled. Jesus Christ. Wow. Uh, what a fucking crazy world we live in, bro. I don't even, I don't even want to be here anymore. Like for real. Like I, I mean, I hope wherever we end up, they got Mopars. Cause I mean, that's I know, right. Uh, I don't know. The world's crazy. I bought a Corvette, <laughs> bro. I bought an airplane. I mean, it's just hell yes. That's Wait, a what? Lie. Yeah, that's a lie. <laughs> I did see an old Cessna for sale for like oh, shit. for like forty thousand dollars, and I was like, "Man, I can make those payments." I don't know. You got you're rocking that headset pretty good. I could see you fucking in there. Oh man, you're you're one of the few people I would get in a plane with and be like, "All right, well, if I'm dying, I guess we're fucking." Bro, we're gonna have jokes all the way down. <laughs> could you imagine? That's the only way you go out, dude. If you know you're dying, like I wonder what in the sub, like when they were fucking going down in that ocean. They had no bullshit. idea. Nope, they had no idea. <laughs> no nope. idea. They, did, they didn't even know something went wrong. God, you don't they think were... they heard like some popping and some creaking and shit before that thing just fucking imploded? Said, the way they said it was, there would have been one pop, and then it was over. Damn, they didn't even have time to get a joke out. Nope. Fuck. <laughs> they they well, didn't even have, they didn't have time to go. To say, oh no, like nothing. It was just they would have heard a pop, and then just <laughs> it would have all been over in like ten milliseconds. I think they said. That's crazy. Well, folks, I hate to cut this episode short because I'm having a good time right now, but I do have to pack. Um, if any of you are going to be in Kansas City, hit your boy up. Maybe we can go out and get a drink or something. Holla at your boy. <laughs> but uh, until next week, you know, let's 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 stay spooky out there. You know what I mean. Stay stay weird, y'all. Yeah. Stay weird. Stay weird. Remember, anything is possible. Thousand percent, maybe. Don't stick your penis in a portal. Don't do it. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> Got yourself introduce yourself to the neighbors in a tri-state area. Just don't do it. <laughs> on that note, folks, we'll see you next week. Hopefully, right here on Talking Paranormal. <laughs>